All right, Mr. Holman, are you ready? I can hear you typing in the background. Oh, I should type. I got my noise-canceling headphones on, so I actually can't hear me typing. You. <laughs> we can hear you typing, douche nozzle. <laughs> All right, well, then I'm going to stop doing that. Where are you? You're in a hotel somewhere uh, in Oregon. Is that correct? I am uh, somewhere in along the Oregon coast. <laughs> well, now, okay, all right, secret agent guy. What do you mean somewhere along that Oregon coast? What does that even mean? And why are you not in studio with me at the Truck Show Podcast in studio in Santa Ana? Yeah, so uh, we'll be back next week, but I had a business trip. We're uh, shooting some uh, some videos for a client, and we're doing it up here in the backcountry in Oregon. And today we're up in the Tillamook uh, Forest, which is amazing, doing some off-roading and testing some tires. And uh, tonight I'm down on the Oregon coast, and um, I'll be back in town uh, next week. And but you, what is this client? Why can you not tell us? Why is this super secret? Well, in the uh, journalist world, there's a thing called an embargo. So we're working on a brand new product, uh, testing a tire for a client, and it has not been released yet. So uh, I can't just can't tell you about it right now. Got Sorry. it. Okay. Well, there you go. See, you're a little more forthcoming with the information. We appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we uh, start the show? Yeah. Let's get into it. <laughs> the truck show. Show you what we know. We're gonna answer what the truck, cause truck rides with the truck show. We have the lifted, we have the lowered, and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline. The truck show, the truck show, the truck show. It's the Truck Show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. Yes, we are. Lightning hey, and Holman. Back. back with you. Well, you, you get half of us. It's Lightning in the studio here, and Holman is somewhere in Oregon, and he won't be more specific. He's somewhere in the forest <laughs> because he's a hoity-toity guy. I'm a, I'm a big marketing exec, and I'm helping people uh, come up with their new products and their campaigns. <laughs> no, that's not true. Well, we're actually uh, we're helping launch a product. I'm sure you guys will uh, see it down the line, but yeah. So, you know, sometimes I have to do secret agent stuff, and uh, it's fun. No, nah, I'm just uh, giving you a hard time. It's, it's super awesome, cool, and, and if I could get up there and do what you're doing, I would totally do that. I'm stuck down here in L.A. But you, I, I wanted to thank, I think we both want to thank everyone for subscribing. We had a lot of new subscribers, and we want to thank Mr. Freiberger because he brought a lot of his fans to the Truck Show podcast, So, and he was, he was stellar last show. Wouldn't you oh, agree? Dude, it was awesome. We had so much mail from people and, and comments. Um, we're now up to uh, 20 countries uh, listening to the, to the show. We've got uh, you know, 39 five-star reviews. People are leaving us a ton of great comments. And we had a ton of people coming from the Roadkill audience crossover telling us how awesome it was. They didn't even know this existed. And it's awesome to hear uh, a truck-centric podcast, all that stuff. So we really appreciate it and, and would love to read some of these notes that we got. So, Mr. Holman, you're saying you want to do a little inbox action? Why? Because I brought up that we have mail to read. Yes, of course, Lightning. Let's do inbox. <laughs> you email? Yeah. I email. Do it. We email. That's right. Everybody email. Type it up. You email. Proofread. I email. Send it. We email. Click it. Everybody email. Are you dancing in your hotel room there, Holman? Oh, yeah. You can always see the down. I can't. 
can't find the volume. Where I'm using a different set of. Hold on. Where's the volume? I can't turn down the dance music. There it is. <laughs> I was. I, I'm using a new mixing board today, and it was just I, I couldn't find the right slider. All right, sorry. We got. Uh, you have some mail there, I think, on your laptop. So we had uh, Jack Sandoz uh, posted on one of our uh, comments on Facebook. He says. I definitely enjoy the discussions on off-roading rather than the show trucks, but the stories and perspectives are pretty interesting regardless. I'd love to hear some episodes that go into detail on things like desert racing, diesel performance, rumors and details on concept trucks, maybe even a rep from King or Fox Shocks discussing new trends in half-ton motors, and discuss what sells and what lasts. Stories of how various shops or fab guys got started, but maybe even hearing from some pro drivers. I mean, I think those are all things we've talked about, and he goes on to say, love the show either way, keep it up. Oh, and the jingles are getting more and more bearable every time I hear them. So... (laughs) How many things did he list off there that we need to cover? I think we've done a fair number of them already, but I mean, we make sure we're doing our best to keep a balanced podcast, talking about off road, talking about lifted, lowered events. The OE, absolutely. I mean, we promised in the first episode that we would try to minimize the suckage. I don't know that we've accomplished (laughs) that, (laughs) but we're trying. We're trying our best to keep it keep it on the rails, you know, on the track. So, what else you got? So, uh, Randall Heckathorn wrote us and said, "Hey guys, just found the show from a post from." David Freiberger. Listened to the first one and loved every second. The content kept my interest the whole time. It was really cool to learn about what Ram's doing with their 2019 and future trucks. I've got a 99 Dodge 24 valve Cummins, and I'll attach some pictures. Hope you guys go far. Feel free to share this on the show. So that's pretty cool from Randall. I really appreciate that, Randall. And he sent us some awesome pics of his 24 valve truck, and we'll, we'll post them on our Facebook page. I feel like we need to do something for the Cummins guys. We've done oh, yeah. some D-Max. We've done a little bit of Ford, but we really have... The Cummins guys are hardcore. Would you Would you agree? So funny you should mention that because I've got a good friend of mine, Steve Sanders from Cummins, coming on in either the next episode or the one after. So we're working with them. And, and so if you guys have any uh, Cummins questions, uh, Steve's the guy, and we'll have him on, and we'll give you guys some Cummins love because who doesn't love uh, Cummins engines? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the awkward boss. We can't. So here's the deal. We can't see each other right now because I'm in a hotel room and you're there. And so you're waiting for me. I'm waiting for I you. Would just, no, oh, no, I no. I thought it was funny. I was actually doing it on purpose. I was hanging you out to dry. I wanted to see if you would just try to fill the void with anything. No, but I'm sorry. all about the dead air. <laughs> so that actually flows into our next letter perfectly. And it's by uh, Yannick Carpentier from Canada. And, it, and I... It's funny. He says, it's fun to listen to you guys because you don't talk about one thing for an hour straight and your chemistry on the show is awesome. It doesn't look fake. So (laughs) this is just how we are, man. We're just guys who love talking about trucks and uh, hopefully, and it sounds like it is, hopefully we're coming through like we're enjoying ourselves because we honestly have a great time doing this show. Did we explain to people how how we met at a, uh, at a real big fish show? Back in the uh, in the nineties, Real Big Fish was a ska made- band, and I was hosting an event in Long Beach at a at a Best Buy or something. And I think uh, a Wow was Store, a- the good good guys Tower Wow Store. Oh, Tower Tower Records slash Wow Store, whatever that was yeah. all about. And yeah. uh, Real Big Fish was playing, and uh, that's how we met. You, and, uh, and they're still I, around. Do you think we can have them on and see if they like trucks? Well, here's the crazy part, dude. This is gonna blow you away. There's a new bar opening up in Long Beach by my clothing store. I won't bore people, yeah. but I own a clothing store in Long Beach, and there's a new bar opening up. And it's called Liberation Brewing Company, LBC. And the owner is Dan Regan, former drummer of Real Big Fish. Do you know Dan? Well, I mean, I don't know if Dan would remember me, but I remember him from back in the day. And um, yeah, I mean, I I chased those guys around for in-stores before they blew up and, and still one of my favorite bands. But that's that's awesome to see uh, to see him back out there. 
Yeah, no, he's out there and he's doing big stuff. And they, this place is going to be ginormous. I know we probably don't have any many listeners in Long Beach, California, but it's going to be a huge, uh, you know, brewery. They're they're popping up everywhere. But he's doing really well and uh, no longer with a band, but he's he's running a successful bar. So can um, we uh, have a business meeting there? I'd love to go uh, check out his new place when it opens. Oh up. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of tiki theme to it for some reason. All right, uh, cool. I brought that up because we're uh, I think we're printing his t-shirts or something. So okay. not that I'm pimping my my t-shirt screen printing. Well, by the way, if you're printing up t-shirts, could you go ahead and print a couple up for the Truck Show podcast cuz I still don't have my t-shirt uh done yet. So what's up with that? I think Hold on a second. I I just wrapped myself in my headphone cord around the chair. All right. <laughs> we are professional we, <laughs> uh, professional this is quite a professional here. operation here. <laughs> I am uh well I had to come back to the radio station to uh, to do this episode because uh I couldn't get in our studio because um some numbnut has our key. Hmm. Yep, that's some true. Some guy in true Portland story. has our key. I couldn't get into our normal studio. The, our beautiful studio in Santa Ana, California. So I had to come up to LA and uh and break into the radio station and use their studio. So yeah, so speaking of the radio, uh, we just got a uh, a new uh, review from uh, Jay Sonia Grace and said, "Really like the Truck Show podcast. Very informative with really good guests from the truck industry. Keep up the good work. Was already a Lightning fan from the radio and really enjoying Holman. Also, <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I'll also. take that, man. That's that's awesome. Oh wait, what is this button? <laughs> What's new in trucks? What's new in trucks? What's new in trucks? Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? Uh, yeah, what's new in the world of trucks? <laughs> well, that was a good segue. So, uh, yeah, let's get into the world of trucks. So, we uh, actually, this week, wasn't super busy unless you were a Chevy fan. And I know we have a lot of Chevy guys out there. Um, Chevy just released photos, a teaser, of the 2020 Silverado HD uh, which is on trucktrend.com, or we'll put it up on our Facebook page, at Truck Show Podcast. And uh, it's a pretty cool teaser. It's based on the same platform going forward. I believe it's called the T1 uh, that the new Light Duty uh, 19 Silverado is. It's due out in 2020. Uh, not a lot of details. Actually, no details other than the photo. Yeah, so it still has the hood scoop. So the L5P Duramax is still going to be force-fed. I'm guessing that there'll be a little bit of a uh, a power bump to uh, to match what Ram's coming out with because we're hearing some crazy things uh, on the, the new 6.7 Cummins engine. And um, I have heard that the uh, horsepower has not changed in the 2019 Duramax. Uh, but we're talking about 2020. So, what do you think? Oh, uh, the 2020. Yeah, mm, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to go above a thousand foot pound of torque because Mr. Gail Banks just released his Derringer tuner for the L5P, and it pushes the torque to a thousand one foot pound at the crank, <laughs> which is freaking insanity. Yeah, we knew somebody was going to do it. It's awesome to see it happening in the aftermarket where somebody is tuning the L5P. Um, I can't wait for it to come from the factory. I mean, those guys are so close. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when the next go-around of uh, the 2020 Heavy Duties comes out. You've got the Silverado HD, and you've got the Ram HD with the what I'm hearing is going to be an incredibly impressive coming 6.7. So well, these are good questions for us to write down because we actually have a couple guests in the next few weeks coming on, one from Cummins and one from GM the chief truck engineer for all of GM trucks, light duty, heavy duty, and SUV. So maybe those are some questions for those guys. You told me the other day that we were going to have him on. What's his name again from uh, GM? Yeah, Tim Herrick. So Tim Herrick, his, yeah. yeah. He's a big wig and in charge. I want you to tell me one more time slowly what he does. So he is the chief engineer of the entire truck portfolio, uh, full-size truck portfolio at GM. So he's GMC. <laughs> 
Chevy, light duty, heavy duty, and full size SUV. And I believe we may have talked about this in the last episode, but I believe he's responsible for something like sixty-five billion dollars worth of business for that company. <laughs> talk <laughs> about weight on your shoulders. Oh man, I'm excited. I to cannot talk to even him. imagine. And even the Ram and Ford guys. I mean, it's always neat to hear what the other guys are doing. So I think that's going to be a really, uh, really cool uh, guest to have on. So we're looking forward to having him in in our next episode. And speaking of chief engineers, um, had a great story come out of Chevrolet this week. There was a veteran chief engineer named Paul Hitch who worked for General Motors for 42 years. And one of his jobs was the chief engineer of Chevy trucks. And he just turned 101 years old. (laughs) What? Yeah. And Eric Stanzik, who is the chief engineer for Chevy trucks, flew out to Georgia, uh, Savannah, Georgia, met the guy, and they had a great conversation. And he brought out... um, so, So, you know, Paul is really important. Paul Hitch because your favorite 67 to 72 C10, that yeah. was his baby. He was the chief engineer on that, and he's still around. That is years so old. awesome. What the, must the his blazer? cake? What must his cake look like? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, think about this. You like the blazer, right? Right. So there's a story he tells, and we have the video and the story up on trucktrend.com, and we'll uh, put it on our Facebook page. They want. He came up with the idea for the K5 Blazer. He said, "Why don't we shorten the uh, the frame and we'll make an SUV out of it?" They thought they were going to sell 300. They sold 5,000 the first year. Great story. Great video. Uh, He's got to be a hero inside of that organization. Yeah, I guess he. They, you know, for his 101st birthday, his son reached out to General Motors to to see if he could get some traction with them, and they ended up bringing out a brand new Silverado as well as a. Um, 78 K10 that they had built up for SEMA a couple of years ago because that was the last full-size truck program that he was on before he moved on to other things at the company. So he basically, you have the, the chief engineer for Chevy today, Eric, and you have the former chief engineer who was there and oversaw some of the greatest Chevy truck products ever having a conversation and meeting for his 101st birthday. Freaking amazing story. So definitely check it out online on Truck Trend or on our Facebook page at Truck Show Podcast because it's really cool. When I was your age, Sonny, the trucks I built, we didn't need turbos. When we were young, we didn't need heated seats. We used to drive uphill in the snow both ways. We don't do good, old man. No, we don't. We don't. Although people have accused me of shaking my cane at the neighbor kids in front of my house, and that might what, be true. What cane? What are you talking about? Do you have a cane? I, are you I the get-off-my-lawn guy? Yeah, I'm the get-off-my-lawn guy. I get grumpy and, you know. <laughs> what have you? No, hold on a second. What have you done? Have you actually shooed kids off your lawn before? I actually have. Um, I came home one day. <laughs> swear to God, it's a true story. I came home one day, and my old house um, that I had what, had a wall that was in the shade from the afternoon sun. And I come home. It's like August, and I see ten teenagers sitting in the shade in my front lawn. And I pull up, and I go, what "The hell are you doing?" And they go, uh, "Dude, just sitting in the shade, man. We're not doing anything." And I'm like, get off my lawn. And they're like, why, dude? We're not doing anything. I'm going, get off my property. Get out of here. And they're like, well, well what are you going to do about it? I go, I'm going to call the police and have you guys removed because I don't need you wrestling and then having one of your parents sue my homeowner's insurance. And they all looked at me, and I'm like, seriously, get out of here. <laughs> wow, you are that guy. That's awesome. I am. I'm like, why are you in my lawn? Like, get the you hell out of my house. You young whippersnappers, get off my lawn. 
I got some response from uh, friends who were listening uh, last week uh, to Chris Payne, Mr. Truck Guru, about sponsorships. Yeah. That was uh, kind of interesting. And I wish that he had said, given more specifics about like, here's the stuff I think you can get for free and not because people still it's interesting. He basically said, I hate when people just want free stuff. It, it's a partnership with between uh, companies and and marketing agencies, and you have to you have obligations you have to fulfill and all that stuff. Despite everything he said, people are still like, oh, I want free. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, who doesn't, right? I don't know. They, they didn't get it. My friends are like, well, you know, he's a great guest, but but I like I still need to get those uh, those motor mounts for free, and I still need to. I was like, dude. I don't know. You just don't get it. I think he resonated with people, right? I mean, I, he's he's a pretty – he's a guy that people either love or hate because he's doing some pretty crazy stuff. And uh, I, you know, I, I thought the, the, you know, the things that he said were right on and, and I actually had some people that aren't even truck people were asking more about like the industry and how all that works because they were interested in what Chris had to say. And so uh, you know, I, think, I think it was pretty cool. Well, I do give him credit because what he's doing is near impossible to build show vehicles. Do you remember um, Sean Williams at Street Concepts? Oh man, that's the that's it's a from name the, is, uh, is a blast from the past the right there. Yeah, the old timey machine. <laughs> yeah, the the way back machine. Man, we're yeah. doing, I got a lot of old timer references. This guy named Sean Williams, who he's uh, in Vegas now. I think he's running a car dealership or something like that. He's probably going to hear this and correct me. He was kind of one of the original kings before there were TV shows or any reality shows on Velocity or anything like that. He built show cars for your Rockford Fosgates, your Kickers, um, audio companies, the whole thing. And he had a business called Street Concepts that made these vehicles, these one-off show vehicles, and they would show at SEMA. And um, he struggled with it for a really long time, made all these amazing cars, and would kind of broker all the deals, get all the free parts from the companies, and get them in the magazines, and show them, and then sell the cars. But it was just his margins were so small after all the labor he had to put in and the mechanics he had to employ. And and so he eventually just gave up the business. And then, you know, flash forward a decade later, I see truck guru Chris Payne kind of doing some similar things. And he's and he appears to be successful at it. But it's 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 thankless that that gig is, I don't know, building sponsored vehicles is um it, like he said, it's all about relationships, oh, totally. and not anybody can just do it. You have to, you have to absolutely do what you say you are going to do, and if you don't, you're never going to get the freebies again. Yeah. And people have very good memories in this industry. I was going to say it's not even that much about the, you know, the freebies when you're in the middle of the industry because so many of us have forged like real honest friendships and things like that, right? And it's like it ends up being like you don't want to screw your friends. You know, there's some people that. Um, I see like really ornery inside the industry who are like, they just can't stand SEMA time because they don't like being hit up about yeah. all the free vehicle. Hey, I'm, I need a set of springs for, I'm, I'm lowering a, a brand new Jetta. I need this, I need that. And they get hit up 10 ways from Sunday. And that part, it, it's got to suck because they are being, you have to vet every single person that's asking for a free set of tires, wheels, suspension, whatever. Well, who's lowering and, and, a Jetta? It's, that's an immediate no on my list. 
Like, what are you talking about? I have no idea why I came with a Jetta. <laughs> what were you What were you telling me when you were DMing me earlier today? Something about tiny houses. What are were you? What's going on there? What What's got into your brain in the woods in the middle of Portland? Or you? Where are you again, dude? You're, so yeah, so I've been Oregon? I'm in Oregon. Yeah. Okay. And, and so you know, have you ever watched the tiny house show? You know, on on cable, right? It's these these people that build the like. Oh, I want tiny living, and then it's like I mean, some girl says, I, "My mother-in-law." I've seen it when she's over and she's watching TV. Other than that, no, I try to avoid it. Yeah, so I don't know. It's brainless TV when you're like in your hotel room or or whatever. But it seems like a lot of these people are are up in the Oregon area and and they like this. I want to make a small footprint, and then you'll watch like a TV show where you know girls like, oh, I want to spend my life savings on this tiny house, and then the realtor's like, well, here's one for four hundred and fifty bucks. Or 450 square feet, and she's like, "Oh, it's too big. I really wanted 425." And you're like wanting to yell at them. Well, I saw one the other day, and the people had a Subaru, and they buy this tiny house that's actually a trailer, and they're like, "Well, how do I move it?" And they're like, "Well, you need a one-ton truck." So that, wait, well, let me get this straight. So, so they get this tiny house. It's on a it's on a trailer, basically. It is a trailer, right? And then yeah. they want to pull it with their Subaru Outback, and they realize it's never going to work. So now. They get this big one-ton truck or something, right? It, which yeah, defeats so they have to all. Hire, yeah, they have to hire somebody to move it and then find land. Like it's usually it's like, oh, my parents own an acre, so we dropped this tiny house in their backyard, and now my boyfriend uh, or baby daddy and I are moving into my parents' backyard with our tiny house trailer. <laughs> so it's no way odd. to live. I just don't get so it. Yeah, people. People are funny. But I bring that up because up here in Oregon, I saw one going down the highway today, and it was just like, I just hate it. I hate tiny You houses. saw a tiny house or not? Or just like an actual tiny yeah. house on wheels? Yeah, on a trailer. And I just, I laugh because it's, it's, it's like, I get it if you build a tiny house on a foundation again. You know, like that makes sense to me. You're going to do tiny, leave a tiny footprint. You own a plot of land, whatever. But to just have a trailer with a house, it's, that's, a, that's a camper. It's just a camper. <laughs> Unless yeah, it's we, two stories. Wait, is it two stories? Some of them are, yeah. Some of How them are two well, solid wait, bridges. It, what? Oh. <laughs> they have a loft. They, there's like literally a loft on top, and they're like 15 feet tall. You're going, uh, can you imagine that in the wind? <laughs> no. Can you imagine being in there going under a bridge? No. Like no. on the second story? No, no, none of that. None of that's right. No. <laughs> so it's I just, right. I can't get, I can't get into the tiny house thing. If you, if you can't tow your house, then you probably shouldn't be buying that house. Uh, so, Holman, I want to stop you for one second. I wanted to promote next week because it's uh, – admittedly, we didn't book any guests for the show on purpose because we didn't know how the equipment was going to work out. It was kind of shaky. Holman's up in uh, Oregon doing some, I don't know, crazy tire expose commercial shoot thing. <laughs> yeah, all that. <laughs> I don't even know what it costs. And I'm here in L.A. at a radio studio. So um, what, next week we have an amazing show. We have Ryan Kibbe, founder of Kibbe Tech. And if you're into pre-runners and off-road and you have heard of Kibbe Tech, he is uh, – He's quite. He's got quite the personality. He's making all of like Jesse James trucks, and that's kind of interesting. He kind of rose to fame um, on Instagram, battling with Jesse James back in the day, and then and then became Jesse James' go-to uh, fabricator for his for his off-road truck. So that's kind of interesting. We're going to talk to him. He's got like a cult following. And then you've lined up Tim Herrick from General Motors, which is mind-boggling because he's the chief engineer overseeing all of Chevy's trucks. 
Yeah, the fact that that guy with that much responsibility has time for our little old podcast is pretty cool. And I think, <laughs> I think how poor, many of our poor decision making is what that is. But I hopefully <laughs> he's not poor listening time management. To this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that it, that that's really cool because how many people get an opportunity to talk to a chief engineer? And I know that we don't always talk about who our upcoming guests are, but I'm really hoping that we get some emails this week of things that people are interested in, in asking him. And um, it's sort of a rare opportunity to to really talk with a, a major influencer of the industry um so i I think that could be really cool so hopefully you guys will send us some emails at truckshowpodcast at gmail.com and and we'll be happy to ask tim on the air and then check this out so hashtag sema of the south you know what that is isn't that the uh that's the big daytona truck meet right (laughs) yes it is yes it is huge man it is it is so it's crazy you've got to hear this story we have jordan the founder of daytona truck meet which started off as like I don't know, 100 trucks on the beach at Daytona Beach, Florida, has now turned into taking over the Daytona Speedway, the whole infield with thousands of trucks. They're billing it as the country's largest lifted truck show. And yeah, and and everyone's hashtagging SEMA of the South. And guys now, this is amazing, guys now are building trucks just to debut them at his show this June. It's uh, part of what we do. I'm on the road a lot, and uh, I'm just happy that we were able to put something together for you guys. And please keep the reviews coming. Check us out on our social at Truck Show Podcast. Keep the emails coming, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Are you sitting keep- at the desk in your hotel room in your underwear right now? I am literally sitting at the desk in my hotel room, not in my underwear right now. Well, that's, that's, that's no fun. Nobody wants that image. I'm a I'm a fat, balding, bearded dude. Like I, I look I look like a gnome that got like upsized. So no it's not pretty for anybody. I understand. You're not, that. I you're not, you're not. People are like, oh, thanks for radio. No, you're <laughs> yeah. actually a decent looking guy. I mean, yeah, look, they can see our, they can see our photo on the uh, you know, they go to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're gonna get our podcast. Which, and, by the uh, way, updated see. last week. So uh, there's actually a new picture of uh, of Lightning and I. So that's that's pretty cool and weird. It is not. We're not. I mean, look, we're ugly. We're not hideously ugly. We're not, you know, horribly deformed, deformed or anything, yeah, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, we're kicking Adam Carolla's ass. Now, granted. Yeah, no. Okay. Ad, Adam Carolla's <laughs> got a few podcasts. The Adam Carolla podcast will never touch because that's massive. And, he has and 20 now, know, right? <laughs> what's that? He has what twenty? Yeah, he's Adam got Doctor Drew and all these other things. So if you've never heard, you've heard of Adam Crowley, you know who I'm talking about. Um, Adam and I are, are actually friends, and he he has a the car cast, and Ed, and he's been doing this for like forever. The car cast is he does a show with Matt D'Andrea, who I think I want to have on our show just to talk to Matt too, because he's a super fun guy. That'd be um, awesome. Podcast worlds collide, and then <laughs> uh, but but so one so giant I, and one small. So you, oh yeah, they know they 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 eclipse us, yeah, for sure. So I was blown away when you sent me that screen grab of of iTunes of the ratings, and we trumped him uh, once again. Thanks to uh, David Freiberger and the Roadkill uh, crowd, we actually were ranked number four in top podcasts on iTunes last week, and uh, and we beat out the Adam Carolla Carcast, which was number five. So no, that uh, was in automotive. That was in automotive. In, we're not right be- in the automotive. We're, we're, we're yeah. not beating This American Life or any of those NPR productions. You know, let's, let's be yet. honest. This is a sh- yet. <laughs> okay, so admittedly, this was kind of an abbreviated episode. Not a whole lot of truck talk. I feel like, I don't want to say we ripped you off, but we're going big next week. I think you would agree, Mr. Holman. Okay, good. I'll just play the outro. God damn it. <laughs> All right. We want your email. 
truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Send us those Chevy questions. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. Oh, Best outro ever. Yeah, it really is. So how is the hotel room there? Yeah, um, in the bathroom? Hmm? Yeah, found a pube. <laughs> <laughs>